This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You're listening to Beyond the Ballot Box with me, Dashran Johan. Muda recently announced their decision to contest solo at the upcoming series of state elections that will be taking place in Selangor, Kedah, Trunganu, Kelantan, Penang and Negeri Sembilan. This means that the Young Party will go against both Perikatan National and also Pakatan Harapan. The move has been equally welcomed and criticised by members of the public, especially on social media. What's also interesting is that Muda has formed an electoral pact with Party Socialist Malaysia, PSM, which is the most unabashedly left-wing party in the country. So on today's show, I'm going to be speaking to Afrina Shakira. She's a Muda candidate for Sungai Kandis constituency at the upcoming state polls. Welcome to the show, Afrina. How are you? Hi, hello, Darshan. Thank you very much for having me here in BFM. I'm feeling very honoured to be a part of the show. Let's start from your personal journey okay. first. Um, you are a Party Muda member. Mm-hmm. Why and when did you decide to join Muda? The journey begins about two years ago. It all started when COVID pandemic. So I was, I'm a person who does not have any political background. Uh, I'm just, at that time, I was just a uh, student, final year student for mechanical engineering in University Tenaga National. And that time during the lockdown set, uh, lockdown issues, um, I was thinking, how can I ever, uh, you know, help the neighbourhood? Um, because the community and the people around me, they were having uh, issues with food and also, uh, you know, drinks. And that time, I only see Pati Muda that were very active on the ground, you know, helping people, especially, uh, you know, my president, YB Said Sadiq. He were very active in MUA, giving out all this food basket. So there where it all started, uh, where I start joining Muda because I want to contribute to the people. So... Um, you said that, you know, being um, interested in politics, very new for you. You were not interested all this while, but it's during the pandemic um, where things were very, very difficult for a lot mm-hmm. of people in Malaysia, lockdown were going on, that you felt, okay, how, what can I do to help my neighbourhood? Mm-hmm. So why did you choose Muda at the time, which was during the pandemic, maybe only a few months old, um, instead of, let's say, joining other more established parties, let's mm. say, like PKR, DAP, um, you know, Perikatan National, so on and so forth. Yeah, because that time, at that time, I can see that Parti Muda is very uh, active uh, on the ground, you know, with their posting on social media, and they show that uh, all the crowdfunding and things that they uh, do uh, to the people. Uh, it's very transparent. So it is very close to me and it makes uh, everyone everyone very clear, you know, with the directions. Right. Mm-hmm. So let's also talk about this particular state elections um, because even um, the, as reports indicate that even, you know, within Muda, there were a lot of in- intense discussions, mm-hmm. you know, um, whether y'all should uh, should contest solo at the state elections or mm-hmm. whether y'all should continue your, your electoral pact, mm-hmm. uh, partnership with Pakatan Harapan, so on and so forth. Why did you decide to contest in the upcoming state elections? Because joining a party is one thing. Contesting for elections is a completely different ballgame. The reason why I would want to contest in this upcoming election is because uh, I know it's very, it's going to be very challenging. It's going to be very difficult for, you know, a new party and especially for us, the young leaders. 
But this doesn't stop us uh, because we need, I mean, Malaysian, we need new politics. We need new ideas. We need new fresh minds, uh, you know, to bring for uh, our future. And also uh, things that I am very passionate about that uh, we must ensure, um, you know, to push the other women to be a part, to make sure that, to prove to them that uh, any women out there can do it. Absolutely. So, you know, what would you say are your political values and ideology? Because this goes back again to why you would choose particular political parties, right? Every political party has their own value, their own ideology, their own vision for what they think Malaysia should be. What is yours? Okay, so I stand by with democracy. That means, uh, you know, uh, the power belongs to the people from the votes, uh, you know, and... I believe that uh, in Parti Muda, we ensure democracy is very uh, critical. And also, um, when it comes to uh, Parti Muda, we stand with uh, multiracial. That is very important uh, to me. But some might question, right? Some might push back and say, um, you know, you say multiracialism, mm -hmm. um, that's important. Mm -hmm. But other parties have also, you know, are also sort of um, package themselves or mm -hmm. position themselves mm -hmm. as multiracial parties. PKR will say, "I'm a, we are a multiracial party." DAP will say, "Yes, we majority mm -hmm. we may be Chinese, but we are also a multiracial party." So, what do you think um, separates Muda from that in in that perspective? Okay, uh, Muda encourage, uh, you know, multiracial in terms of especially the youngsters because we want the youngsters, the new generation to be involved. So this is what um, maybe that I see differentiate between Muda and also the different uh, giant political bloc. What are the issues that sort of drive your political outlook now? What are, your, what are the issues you're most passionate about? Uh, okay, let's. Uh, for general, of course, I would want to focus on women issues, uh, women politics. Uh, to be a little bit more detailed, uh, maybe we can drive through, um, you know, childcare issues. So this is very important because I see uh, women and also friends around my age. So they have families, but also have their careers. So I do not want my friends or any women out there that are very highly educated to just, you know, drop down um, their career just because of, uh, you know, issues with childcare. So this is something that I would want to bring on, uh, you know, instead. So I would like to talk to you about what you're offering from two perspectives. Firstly, from a hyper-localised perspective, because while Aduns are supposed to focus on state-level legislation, just like how MPs are supposed to focus on national-level policymaking, the fact is voters still look to their MPs and their Aduns to solve very local issues because of the lack of local government elections. So... At a local level, what are you focused on? So when it comes to uh, Dun Sungai Kandis and 49, uh, things on the ground, when we talk about on the ground, I've been always passionate to be, you know, working on the ground uh, since day one, since, uh, you know, I started uh, joining Parti Muda. Uh, so things on the ground that I see that we can bring on in Sungai Kandis especially is uh, infrastructure and also uh, issues with uh, you know, um, issues with uh, rubbish and uh, all the uh, hygiene uh, 
things, you know. Mm. So you mentioned rubbish. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that is perhaps an issue that broadly mm-hmm. people like to talk about how it's something that Kelantan, you know, it happens in Kelantan where there's like, you know, lots of rubbish at the mm-hmm. side of the road, so on and so forth. Are you saying that this um, is something that you see happening a lot here as well in Slango and, and that's something that you, mm-hmm. you think needs fixing? Yes, I do see a lot, especially in uh, my area in Sungai Kandis. Yes, there were issues, you know, previously about a day, uh, yesterday, I went by uh, Tasik Bandar Putri. There were a lot of rubbish surrounded by uh, the Tasik. So I think this is a very crucial issues that we need to look onto. And plus, uh, you know, uh, surrounded by uh, the, the Tasik, is, the lake is uh, Perumahan. So I think it's very important. People stay there and it is something that it should be hygienic. And when it comes to pushing for bigger picture issues inside the dome, what are you focused on? What are you offering? Okay. So example, when it comes to state uh, legislative uh, assembly, so things that I want to push forward uh, besides women issues, uh, you know, uh, that is uh, things that, primary to me. But besides that, I would want to push about digital economy. So this is very important to to encourage a digitalized economy surrounded in Sungai Kandis. Especially, we need to have a proper uh, connectivity of 5G uh, because this also affects uh, education, you know, daily business and, uh, you know, uh, you know our daily transportation example. So this is these are the things that I would want to push forward uh, in state uh, legislative. Let's go for a very quick break. On the show with me today is Afrina Shakira. She's the Muda candidate for the Sungai Candice constituency at the upcoming state polls. After the break, we will be discussing the Muda and Pakatan Harapan relationship. Keep it here on Beyond the Ballot Box, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Beyond the Ballot Box. I'm Darshan Johan and on the show with me today is Afrina Shakira. She's the Muda candidate for the Sungai Kandis constituency at the upcoming state polls. So Afrina, I guess this is one of the biggest questions that many have on their mind. When Muda announced that they're going to go their separate ways, um, sort of leave the, the, the arrangement that y'all have had with Pakatan Harpan all this while, why are Muda taking on mostly Pakatan Harapan incumbents when we look at the the, the announcement, candidate announcements um, that y'all have made, as opposed to fighting deeper in the Malay heartland in which the likes of Perikatan National and AMNO have a hold? Why are y'all taking on primarily Pakatan Harapan incumbents? Actually, Darshan, I have to um, primarily uh, disagree with this statement. You know why? Because this is not because of we are focusing on Pakatan Harapan incumbent seats. Mm-hmm. But um, we choose our our we select our candidates and we must make sure that the, they are potential in the places that they are standing and to speak about um, you know Malay Heartlands example um, back me at my place in Sungai Kandis we have a demography about 70% of Malays uh, over there so I think this is a statement that I am uh, you know quite not uh, does not disagree some have criticised Muda 
for being a spoiler or a vote splitter. Um, they are saying that you now that you're like contesting here, um, let's say if you all take on a chunk of the votes and then, you know, in a tight situation, Perikata National will end up winning the seat. You won't win, Pakatan Harapan won't win, and then you'll give it to Perikata National. These are the criticisms that we get from some Pakatan Harapan supporters um, in particular. How would you respond to these criticisms? Okay, when we speak about the seat and, uh, you know, contesting, uh, the seat does not belong to or inherited uh, by one political party or an individual. And I believe that each and every party have their own ideology and their political uh, values that they want to share. And I believe this have uh, this in a... Uh, you know, democratic uh, way. We have to ensure that they are contestation of ideal and also policy. So I think this must back uh, belong to the voters. Uh, in the end, this is their choice on uh, what they would want to have uh, for their future. Right. So on that note, right, what could you shed some light mm-hmm. on how y'all came up with, let's say, um, Sungai Kandis, um, let's say, Serijaya, you know, all these various locations that y'all are contesting in. Mm-hmm. How did y'all choose those locations? Because like you you, you are saying that it wasn't a, 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 a situation where y'all look and say, oh, this is Pakatan Harapan, mm-hmm. so we want to challenge. Mm-hmm. It is a situation of y'all assessing yes. your own strengths. Yeah. So could you shed some light on that? Uh, okay, so example means Sungai Kandis. I am raised there, so we see people. I mean, candidates that are that have base over uh, the place that they are contesting, and also the volunteers, uh, supporters that they have at the place itself. You know, currently Sungai Kandis is governed mm-hmm. by Pakatan Harapan, um, PKR specifically, mm-hmm. or at least PKR is the incumbent before the mm-hmm. dissolution. Why should the people of Sungai Kandis vote for you instead of? Perikatan National, who's also going to contest, but also vote for you instead of Pakatan Harapan, which is the incumbent right now. Okay, because things that I would like to bring is we need, uh, you know, earlier I also shared that we need new ideas and new people. So I am raised in Sungai Kandis. I would want to see Sungai Kandis, uh, a new version of Sungai, uh, Sungai Kandis because I want to see a better infrastructure. We have, uh, you know, our community are one together and things that if Sungai, um, the voters in Sungai Kandis would want to vote for me is because I am, uh, of course, I'm passionate to be on the ground, but I am very fast when it comes to work. Right. In the end of the day, uh, it is up to the voters, and they have, they can, you know, um, they can choose uh, whether, and they can manipulate which one uh, are the best for their future. Right. But some some um, people, some voters, have argued that we are in a critical juncture in Malaysian mm-hmm. politics right now. And some analysts have also bring forth this argument where uh, the situation is so critical that everyone who considers themselves a, a, a progressive needs to come together, work together, so that we can defeat the, the so-called green wave or the Islamist um, politics um, that, that is um, becoming more popular in this country. How would you respond to that, that you guys are not getting with the program and the program, so to speak, is to defeat the green wave? 
So you see that um, this political movement have been a while for quite some time. So I think that uh, Parti Muda on their own is that's not uh, really going to affect, um, you know, if we have to be joining in one team. I think in the end, we have to make sure that the people knows uh, the young generation can speak up about something that is very new, uh, uh, you know, apart from uh, political plays uh, between the blocks. Right. What separates you guys from Pakatan Harapan? You have friends in Pakatan Harapan. You all have worked together with Pakatan Harapan. Some might say, if you all are just Pakatan Harapan but younger people, then what's the point? You know, there are young candidates in Pakatan Harapan as well. So what is it from your point of view, from Muda's point of view, differentiates Muda and Pakatan Harapan? Okay, firstly, I want to tell that uh, Muda does not... Uh, Muda stands for Malaysian United Democratic Alliance. So uh, anybody... This is not uh, about age. Because Muda is open for all, all ages, from 18 to... We do not have any limits. Um, so that is one part. And um, we are very strongly stand with our you know, political belief. You see, currently, on uh, to talk about um, the difference between Muda and Pakatan Harapan. And to speak about this, Muda have their own own values that actually earlier, previously, before uh, PRU15, we share the common goals, which is to oppose kleptocracy, um, to ensure there are reforms and, you know, advocate institutional, uh, you know, reforms too. But now that, uh, you know, due to the unity government, we can see that... Um, it seems like this principle have been abandoned and yet Muda still wants to make sure that we stand still with our stance, uh, you know, to focus on reform, uh, to keep going on, uh, you know, advocating on institutional reforms. Right. Um, critics will say that, um, you know, the situation with the unity government mm. is unavoidable. It is purely maths, mm. right? When you calculate what it takes to get 112, you have to work with somebody unless an individual coalition or a party can cross that 112 line. And so the situation with working with AMNO, it's it's just mathematics. Like, how, how else do you form the government? Um, and, and so when you team up with the people from different coalitions, when you team up with people outside from your coalition, um, compromises will have to be made. And hence, this is the situation we have right now with the unity government. Um, what? How, how would you uh, um, sort of uh, respond to that criticism? Uh, okay, I totally agree. However, uh, when it comes to things that we stand, that we bring for many years, especially, uh, you know, it's a part of our belief. So we must make sure and ensure that we always stand by uh, the stance and the belief. Uh, like say, uh, we must make sure there are reforms. So we must make sure that we fulfill the promises that we have made for, you know, over many years ago. Another interesting thing about uh, Muda in this particular state elections is that Muda has formed a pact um, these elections with PSM, Party Socialist Malaysia. What do you think this pact um, offers Malaysians? Um, 
we seek for a very solid and strong uh, you know political uh, block because we would want to ensure the diversity and on ground track uh, records of uh, you know the uh, democracy and ensure the transparency right um do you think this pact uh, muda and psm coming together will be able to shift the country's political discourse in a more progressive direction. And what I mean by that is um, because of the strength of PAS, um, it seems like whoever becomes government in this current um, um, juncture, we have um, Pakatan Harapan with, with AMNO and GPS and all of that, um, they take on the approach of trying to pander to the conservative base to try and so uh, quote unquote manage temperatures, mm-hmm. you know the, the so-called real politics of it all, um, tr- responding to the pressure groups of the the religious groups, the ethno nationalist groups, um, and, and so on and so forth. Right, there's so much pressure coming from the conservative base, the right wing base, that the government has to sort of mirror that to try and manage the situation. Uh, that's their approach anyway. The government's approach. Do you think with a pact like PSM and MUDA, do you think that could then bring the an entire national discourse in a more progressive direction? I think in the end of the day, it's uh, the people's judgment. Uh, we make sure that we have our stand and we hold on to our values. Uh, we fight for things that we want. And yes, in the end of the day, the people are very... You know, they are very smart and they can judge us depending on the values that they want for the future. Why is Muda contesting in the elections instead of just playing the role of a pressure group? That means um, if the government is not doing um, as well as y'all say they can be doing or should be doing or not delivering on their promises, then it becomes um, taking a method of direct action, um, organization, mobilization, protesting, so on and so forth. Why, instead of doing that, do y'all decide contesting in elections a better um, option? Because we believe that we have our own values and ideology policy that we want to bring uh, forward. So this makes sure that, uh, you know, all the younger generation, uh, they can open their eyes and see, uh, you know, these are the values that Muda are bringing. This might differ compared to the other political parties. Right. So Muda has announced that um, you'll be fielding 50% um, women candidates. This is something that you are very passionate about. Why are you? Why why do you think this is important? I think to have a very fifty uh, percent of women candidates are very important when it comes to you know political uh, you know journey, because women shares a very uh, unique life experience, and I think it is very important to have them on board, uh, you know, with us uh, in political decision making, and we know that in. A Malaysian population, we are about 50% of women uh, population in Malaysia. So I think it would be also gender equality because it would be fair, you know, to have a woman on board with decision making. And women are very compassionate when it comes to issues that they bring on, especially when it comes to children, you know, single mothers, uh, you know, working, uh, working mothers. We must make sure that we also empower women. Right. And what do you think of the representation right now of women in parliament? We are not yet there about 30% because we know that it is important to achieve 30% of uh, women in, uh, you know, in parliament. But 
I believe that we need to try to push forward on this representation to make sure that the voices of the women are fairly equally uh, and the issues are fairly equally brought up uh, in Malaysia. Right. Okay. So now you are uh, going to be contesting in Sungai Kandis. It's the first time you're contesting for an elections. Some have said that you are an inexperienced candidate with little to no working experience, so you're not suitable to for this role, you're not suitable to contest. How would you respond to that? I believe many started with um, you know, zero experience, but this is the, uh, the experience that I have. Um, you know, back then, about two years ago, I started to mobilise about 589 people, Sukarela one, the volunteers for uh, flood victims' uh, mission. And I also started a crowdfunding for about 50 houses uh, in Sungai Kandis during COVID-19. So I think these are the values that is important. You know, people who can work on the ground, who are care about the people. And these are the candidates uh, value that you should be looking on to. And because I think and I'm sure that my heart is in the right place and my heart always belongs to the people. Right. You know, you mentioned the floods and I think that was a very um, important period because Muda, um, you know, just even from, uh, from you know, looking at the, the reports, looking at the, the pictures and the videos that, were, were, that went online, Muda really mobilised a lot of people, even um, people from uh, politicians from other political parties admitted as much that y'all really mobilised a lot. Could you um, shed some light on what you did during the floods, how you managed to organise um, your community? You said you, you mobilised about 100 uh, volunteers mm-hmm. for the floods. Could you shed some light on how you managed to do that? Okay, actually we were there on the second day of uh, flood. Uh, mission. So we went uh, on the ground in Sri Muda. So we realized that uh, there were many uh, victims trapped in Sri Muda. So there, back then, we start to recruit as many as volunteers as we can. So we managed to get about uh, more, th- actually more than 500. So these 500 that is uh, under us in Muda Kota Raja, uh, this is where we divide within our team and ensure that uh, for the post-flood, uh, uh, you know, um, clean up. So that where we segregate the tasks, we delegate all the uh, the volunteers according on the um, the houses that are around uh, Sri Muda. Right. I also have to ask this question. It is um, something that is often discussed on social media. I'm sure you have uh, received comments such as that, or at least you have seen comments such as this. And that is uh, is that Said Sade and Muda are essentially Trojan horses for Tun Dr. Mahade, um, that, you know, this whole unit is created so that y'all can split the votes and then you know, bring uh, the, the, give victory to currently Perikata National. Some people have also said that, you know, Said Sade is just a proxy for Tun Dr. Mahade. <laughs> and, you know, when he gets into positions of power, it's essentially just Tun Mahade continuing his agenda. How do you respond to that? Um, to be very honest, uh, it's quite uh, silly to think about uh, people, you know, uh, saying that we are part of the Trojan horses and relating to our president when we do not even, uh, uh, you know, met Tun, uh, you know, personally. No, we do not have any engagement at all with uh, Tun M. All right, absolutely. Okay, before we wrap this conversation up, 
would you have a final message for us um, in light of you contesting at the Sungai Kandis constituency? Okay. To all the Sungai Kandis voters, if you really want some changes, some new development, you know, especially when it comes to infrastructure, you know, women and also children, and I, I hope that you would give me a chance, you know, try to help uh, the community because I'm very passionate about uh, the people and to be on the ground with all of you. And to all the women out there to make sure that to start something new, it's, it's very difficult. But you must and make sure that you try uh, or else we do not know what are our capabilities and limits. Afrina, thank you so much for joining me thank today. Thank you very much, Darshan. That was Afrina Shakira. She's the Muda candidate for the Sungai Kandis constituency at the upcoming state polls. If you missed any part of our conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Darshan Johan, and this has been Beyond the Ballot Box, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.